You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place because it's time to win with dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Hey, thank you listeners for tuning in to today's episode of Win With Dogs. I'm very, very thrilled to have Nadine M. Rosen with me as a guest. And she's been a student and researcher of alternative healing for over 30 years and a therapeutic bodywork practitioner since 1996. What really interests me about Nadine is a book that she's written called The Healing Art of Pet Parenthood. And she also has a website of that same name. And it's basically the book and the website are dedicated to telling the story that she went through with her own dog who got cancer, which she then healed. But it's about healing cancer holistically, senior canine care, and an empowering new take on the grieving process when animals pass away. And unfortunately, in my case, um, my Scotty Angus had to move on a few weeks ago. So this is actually... A very, very, very special episode to me, so I hope you enjoy it. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to speak with Nadine M. Rosin. Please don't go away. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your paranormal pet's ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win with Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back. And I'm at long last speaking with Nadine M. Rosin. This has been a few weeks coming. Nadine, welcome to the show. Thank you for being a guest. Raquel, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And I got to tell you, I am also very involved and interested and a student of holistic health and also an empowered pet parent Mm -hmm. (laughs) who likes to get knowledge in her belt and utilize it. You know, you you only are as good as what you know at that time. So this really struck a chord with me speaking about um, dealing with cancer in a holistic way and just kind of it first started with it triggered in me a light bulb when I was reading about how you got rid of the toxins in your environment and helped your own dog get over cancer. And it really is fascinating because I preach this to clients all the time. Can you tell me just a little background in uh, your experience with your dog getting canine cancer? What kind of prompted you to write the book and your approach with cleansing those toxins. That's really what I want to talk about first is getting the cleansing, cleansing, cleansing. Okay, <laughs> so well, that's like that's, three questions in one, but yeah, take them one at three, a time. <laughs> three loaded questions. I'll do my best. I'm at that age, though, that by the time I'm done answering the first question, you may need to remind me what the second two are. I'll try. <laughs> um, so uh, thanks, Raquel. That's a great, great question. Um, let me just give your readers a, a little quick background. Um, my dog, Buttons, And I met when she was eight weeks old, and Mm -hmm. uh, when she was eight years old, I found a hideously ugly tumor at the base of her tail, Um, had a biopsy, and was told by the vet a few days later that the lab had tested the the cells twice because it was such a serious condition. Uh, She was diagnosed with squamous cell carcinoma. Because right, vet, which is a very, very serious cancer in dogs. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. And because the vet, when he first saw the tumor, and this was back in the early 90s, his mm-hmm. response was, well, you know, she's eight years old. That's an old dog. She's already a senior dog. And Arr. these are probably, yes, Gur is right. <laughs> these are probably just uh, crazy cells, kind of like when an older person gets a, a weird growing fingernail or toenail, and I don't think it's anything, but we'll send it to the lab anyway. Right. And so when he when he uh, found out that it was a virulent uh, strain of squamous cell carcinoma, he said, you need to get her in here and within the next 48 hours and have the tail amputated. Yeah, uh, cut it out. Let me guess. Let me guess. Cut it out. <laughs> it was the next right. and, and chemotherapy <laughs> and radiation. And because of my background and knowledge in holistic medicine um, and after some deep soul searching, I decided that was not the route for me and Buttons. Right. Um, Instead, we turned to a holistic approach, which most people think that holistic medicine means treating the symptoms with natural remedies or herbs instead of pharmaceutical drugs. However, treating the symptom is the standard Western allopathic approach. Holistic instead means looking at what the cause is and addressing the cause. Because when you address the cause, then the symptoms eventually naturally cease to be. 
and we know that conventional medicine is so tiny in a box in their focus, like liver doctors study the liver, you know, heart doctors study the heart. So they really don't see the body necessarily as a whole or influenced by its environment necessarily, which exactly exactly is why they don't try to figure out what's causing the cancer. So when you looked at what's causing the cancer, did you start analyzing every place that toxic could come from, like the food and the shampoo she had and the every, I mean, how far did you have to, how far did you take it? As far as I could think, um, first of all, uh, what I was using, like you say, for shampoo and cream rinse and flea treatments, what mm-hmm. I was feeding her, I stopped giving her commercial food and started home cooking organic food for her. I, I started, um, I got rid of the microwave. I got rid of the plastic bowls and replaced them with stainless steel bowls. I made sure she was getting distilled ionized water instead of tap water. I made sure none of her bowls or bedding was anywhere near an electrical outlet because of the electromagnetic field. Anything that could possibly burden her immune system. Um, you know, the laundry products I was using on the bedding that she was inhaling and sleeping in, air fresheners, cleaning yeah. products. And we think because the, the, the local grocery store sells them that they're safe and that, you know, and that's not necessarily true. What might um, be yeah. safe in the short term does not mean it's going to be safe in the long term because because most of the big companies are, are they're not going to test a product over 20 or 25 years before they put it on the market. They're going to yeah. get approval and bam, put it on the market and they're concerned about the bottom line, not necessarily the well-being of, of life on the planet. And... In addition to that, I think another problem with the increase in cancer and such that we've been seeing and just general body breakdown of our animals is that they are around these toxins more than we are. They're usually more confined to the house. They're lying on the floor where we're using our Swiffers and our toxic cleaners. Their their bodies are smaller, so they metabolize everything faster. So, I mean, they kind of get hit doubly hard. Yes, you know, you're with absolutely tox- right. we have the same problem. I mean, I I would love to get rid of all the toxins in my house for my own health, but my body is a little bit more capable. You know, we don't get to 120 <laughs> like our lifespan capability. We exactly. might get to 90, but dogs, exactly. you know, they can go 25. They're old at eight. Give me a break. Give me a break. So exactly. that's fabulous to get rid of toxins, and that that in itself is a huge. Topic. I mean, you could spend, there are tomes of books. There's, I mean, seriously, of stuff on that in terms of cooking. Just maybe briefly for all our listeners, in terms of cooking, and this is something I preach all the time, cooking and giving your dog organic, pesticide-free, chemical-free, preservative-free food. Was it hard for you to cook? I mean, what kinds of things no, did you No, it wasn't difficult cook? at all. And, and before we go further, I just want to say that um, a couple of things. I want to point out that, first of all, any of your listeners that want to go to my blog, mm-hmm. which is um, petparenthood.blogspot.com, mm-hmm. I have all kinds of posts on there and excerpts from the book about cooking and food and toxins and things you can use instead of dryer sheets and air fresheners that aren't a load to the system. So there's a lot of information there. I also want to point out that the book, 
itself, The Healing Art of Pet Parenthood, is not mm-hmm. a reference book. You mm-hmm. can't look up in there, you know, oh, what did she feed the dog? What did she mm-hmm. use instead of uh, dryer sheets? The book, The Healing Art of Pet Parenthood, like you said in the beginning, is the story mm-hmm. of Buttons' and my 19 years together. Because after we stopped the cancer, because four months after we went through this process of cleansing the environment and cleansing her body and supporting her body nutritionally so it could heal itself. Yeah. She thrived for an additional 11 years. She Yay, away. time out. Let's take a quick, <laughs> quick round of applause. <laughs> that is truly, that is fabulous. I mean, yeah. that is amazing and fabulous. And she had an awesome life and was feeling good. I mean... That's that's so great. I love also, since we're taking a quick pause, I love the phrase, as far as I can think. I said, how, how far did you take it? And you said, as far as I can think. And I think that's important to realize that we shouldn't shame ourselves if we get some knowledge later on down the road. I, I've found myself before going, oh gosh, if I had only known this when I had Rocky or when I was treating liver cancer with Angus or... So as far as you can think, people, you just do the best you can with the knowledge you have. So Absolutely. That's that a was wonderful great. point. That was great. So you found cooking to be not that difficult. It was not uh, difficult. What I did was I bought frozen organic turkey. Yep. It comes like in the, at the health food store, it comes like in those mm-hmm. sausage roll or, you know, cookie dough containers mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and I would just buy it on sale I would load up the freezer um, mm-hmm. I bought organic millet mm-hmm. at the health food store which is great it's a great high protein grain which is fabulous absolutely and and I would um, once a week <clears throat> excuse me once a week I would defrost one of the uh, turkey rolls I would cook it up I would boil up a pot of millet which takes about a half an hour and then I would put those two containers in the refrigerator and they would last five six days and twice a day morning and late afternoon I would you know put some of the turkey and some of the millet and then uh, a little bit of hot water to just take the chill off of it Uh, and I also added you know supplements she was on various supplements and female. Um, in her later years, I put her on yucca extract, which is a wonderful natural steroid mm-hmm. with none of the side effects of, of chemical pharmaceutical steroids. One thing, sure. Nadine, I just pure, keep your thought because steroids, I want to do a little sidebar. <laughs> steroids, as we know, our vets often use steroids to help with pain and inflammation in our dog's bodies. And One thing I want to ask you all out there, if you're considering using steroids or are using, number one, make sure you get a short timeline if you're absolutely set on using them that you're going to be um, having exposing your dog to this. I would also add some milk thistle or liver support anytime you're giving a prescription drug. And in addition, if you can at all, you know, convince yourself to maybe try not going the steroid route. Steroids really have a devastating effect on the bone density of people and dogs. So you want to really, really, really be careful when you think that because it it is something that does jeopardize the body's healing capacity. 
So if you're using it, I understand you're helping your dog in pain, but maybe seek out some other alternatives or, or talk with your vet about a timeline. You can get your dogs weaned off of that. But steroids are pretty devastating. It's a pretty hardcore drug. So yucca is a great alternative. Am yes, I right? Exactly. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. And, and, and like you just said, I want to point also that I am not a vet and yeah, totally. I'm not a doctor. And totally. these are just, I'm just a lay pet parent. And these are things that I researched myself mm-hmm. and asked a lot of questions of people that did know. And then basically I used my intuition and, and Buttons gave me a lot of feedback too. Um, hey, the yeah. process brought us yeah. much closer together. And there would be times where, you know, she'd be on a certain supplement or, or whatever because the, the initial four months that we were treating the cancer and supporting her immune system, mm-hmm. she was getting something, you know, tossed down her throat or squirted into her mouth every couple of hours. Yeah, and that's, and that's very key. You have to be quite consistent when you are going holistic. That's part of the appeal of conventional medicine is that... It's fast it's, and easy, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you're right. It is like every few hours. That's and there were times when suddenly a supplement or, or a tincture that she had been eagerly ingesting for weeks and weeks, she would suddenly want not want to have nothing else to do with it. And I took that as a cue of her body's innate knowledge of knowing when enough was enough. So yeah, and yeah. Did, it really did increase the depth of our communication with one another. And see, that is one of the most rewarding things about being a pet parent is feeling like you are, you know, understanding what your dog needs and they are realizing that you understand what they need. It does take the relationship to another level. And also, Absolutely. yeah, and you said also about giving the dogs... Um, holistic medicine, the importance of consistency of it and how sometimes she just wouldn't resonate with it. Well, you know, we're a dynamic. Our bodies are dynamic. They're constantly changing. So part of the joy of being a pet parent is keeping up with that. That's why I wrote my book. It's like a hands-on guide to just keeping up with your pet as they age. And, you know, different things. We're not vets, as you said, Nadine, but different things resonate with different people. And there's nothing wrong with seeking out forums where people are experimenting with things. And, you know, I talk to my vet. My vet, I go to a conventional vet. And I go get blood work drawn for my dogs once a year. Or my dog now, excuse me, Angus. Thank you for watching over the show. Rest in peace or play in peace. (laughs) And, you know, he knows that I go the holistic route and he works with me. So, you know, get a dialogue going with your vet. Yeah, I agree. That's important. In fact, I actually, the last couple of years of Buttons' life, I stopped going to the holistic vet I was going to because of his attitude, which was, you know, you can't keep her alive forever, Nadine. And I thought, well, you know, with that kind of an attitude, she hasn't lived to be as long as she, you know, she's as old as she is. And so I started going to a conventional vet who also, you know, came right out and said, you know, I really am not familiar with holistic medicine, but I certainly have respect for it. And I certainly have even more respect for it after meeting Buttons. Yeah, isn't that and cool? So I mean, we were that's able to cool. work together. Yes, and that's one of my, you know, my goals is to bridge that gap. I mean, be inclusive, get the dialogue going between, you know, everyone's got a different type of knowledge, and they bring something to the table, you know. So that's good and advice. Another, another point, Raquel. Um, and this will complete, I think, answering your initial question, is that <laughs> a lot of people 
don't know what questions to ask. They're not familiar with holistic. Yeah. They don't know where to start. It's yeah. overwhelming. They might not yeah. be ready for a reference book yeah. that starts explaining all of this. And so that's another reason why I wrote The Healing Art of Pet Parenthood. It reads like a novel, even though mm-hmm. everything in it is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I changed some of the names just to protect people's privacy, but it is mm-hmm. the story of Buttons's and my two decades together. It goes through what was going on in my life, what was going on in her life, what happened when we, you know, how we dealt with the cancer, how later yeah. on we dealt with her, her old age. And the last third of the book is, is what happened to me after she passed away. And yeah. a lot of the attitude, which I'm sure you are, is all too fresh for you right now, is that a lot of people don't understand their, how you can be so bonded to an animal. There's this attitude of, well, it's just a dog, or it's just yeah. a cat, or why don't you just get another dog? And, yeah. you know, you would never say that to a, a parent who just lost their, you know, 17, 18, 19-year-old no. son and or daughter. That- Uh, That makes me mad. And so on that note, we're going to take a break (laughs) while I regain composure because I do recall some people saying that to me. So I'm going to go let the (laughs) unsteam and everyone hang tight. Nadine, please don't go anywhere. I know you won't. And we will be right back to talk about how you do deal with the loss of your furry baby. So don't go away, please. We'll be right back. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. Give your dog some thought with Dog Thoughts. It's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. What do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. No, it's true. I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's fine. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. On your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From speed drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win with Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for holding tight. We are talking with Nadine and Rosin. Mm-hmm. Also, um, she mentioned before the break to go to her blog, PetParenthood.blogspot.com to get information on holistic approaches to treating cancer and just cleansing the environment. Also, her website, thehealingartofparenthood.com is a, is a great, great website. And get the book, certainly. I encourage you all to get the book. Before we have to wrap it up, let, let's talk about this perception that our pets are not our children, but in fact... In fact, they are. So it's quite difficult to relate sometimes to the rest of the world when you're mourning the loss of a pet because people, exactly like you said, Nadine, say, well, didn't you just go get another dog? <laughs> it's like, but it's not It's not Angus. It's just another dog. <laughs> you know, How is that going to help? Yeah, some animals you just have a soul connection with. And exactly. one thing I, we all know as pet parents is that our animals are, are here to teach us. They're here to remind us that life is supposed to be fun, that life is supposed to be enjoyed, that regardless of circumstances or economy or world events or other people's opinions, we are here to enjoy our lives. And, and to love you know, I have yet to meet a dog. <laughs> I have yet to meet a dog who is unable to find something in the moment to enjoy. And I certainly have never met a cat who is willing to let anything or anyone stand in the way of its enjoyment of life. Yeah. So you know, they are really easy for us to love because they are connected to source or spirit or whatever, you know, unconditional love, whatever name you want to give it. All the time, they're like little furry Buddhas walking around. Hey, it's around. no wonder that dog is God backwards. Come on now. Absolutely. We all know that. Absolutely. Absolutely. There you <laughs> we go. We all know if that. not, it's a good bumper sticker, you know? <laughs> exactly. So, um, my experience, Raquel, was, you know, after Buttons passed, and, and I've never had children. She was my number one uh, maternal, you know, relationship for almost 20 years of my life. Yeah. And so I took it very hard when she passed away. And when people would say things like, aren't you over it yet? It's already been two months. It was like throwing salt into a wound. I read every pet loss book I could find. None of them spoke to the depth of pain that I was feeling. Mm-hmm. So I started reading books written by people who had lost human children. Now, mm-hmm. those books came much closer to describing what I was going through emotionally. However, they, of course, didn't uh, reference the, the issue of people's attitude toward yeah. it. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. I started going online, and I started finding all these, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of, of pet loss websites, 
and most of them have a place where you can write a little tribute to your pet who has passed away. And I was amazed at the thousands of tributes, especially written by men, saying things like, Dear Skipper, it's been 10 years since you died. I still think of you and miss you every day. I'm so glad to finally have a place to say that. Mm -hmm. And I realized there were all these grieving pet parents in the closet with their pain because they didn't want to be ridiculed or embarrassed because of this bond that they felt with this animal. So that was probably the main impetus for me in writing the book, um, which, again, I just wanted to note that it is only available online. You can buy it at any online retailer, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Borders, anywhere like that, you can buy it online. And if you're not an online shopper and you go into a a regular bookstore on the street, they can order it for you. They won't have it on the shelf, but they can order it for you. So so anyone wants to get it, you can get it. Just look for The Healing Art of Pet Parenthood. But So your book was inspired to be maybe more talking about the depth of your connection are you finding that readers are responding to your book and the mission that you put in front of yourself absolutely in fact one of my favorite emails that i've gotten from a reader in the last year since the book came out was a woman um in her in her 60s whose dog of i think 13 years had passed away and She went into horrible sadness and grief for months. Mm -hmm. And after a few months, her two grown sons started giving her a really hard time. Like, Mom, you know, get over it already. Why don't you just get another dog? Well, in the interim, she came across my book. She she read the book. It offered her an incredible amount of validation and comfort. So what she did was she went to Amazon and she ordered the book and had it shipped to each one of her sons with a note saying, saying, you know, please just read this book. Now, because the book reads like a novel and it's not a, a, you know, book on pet loss specifically or a reference book on holistic pet care, it was very easy for them you know, to fulfill that request for her and read the book. And, you know, within a few uh, days, they both called her and said, we're so sorry, we didn't understand, but we get it now, and we're here for you. And when I read that, I just, I couldn't have felt more wonderful. That's great. So, I mean, anyone coping with a loss, I know that grief is tough to deal with, so this book is probably a valid book for anyone who is suffering loss, whether it's a dog or a cat or a child or a husband or a wife. (laughs) You know, you're very, you're very, uh, you pick up things very easily, Raquel, and you're very sensitive. And I I really enjoy talking to you um, for that reason and, and many others. But I also, there was a woman in Milwaukee who wrote me when the book first came out and with a similar story said she had uh, her 13-year-old son had accidentally been killed um, mm-hmm. 30 years before. And yes. it wasn't until That's- she read this book that she was finally able to start talking about him again to friends and family and and remember him with some joy in her heart instead of just pain. Yeah, well, that is so 
rewarding. And like I said, I'm going to have to wrap it up because now I am choking up. (laughs) As you said, you know, you can access that pain almost instantaneously of the loss of a pet. And just like Buttons for You, my Angus was the guy who inspired me to write my book, who kind of gave me a new perspective on pet parenthood. And, you know, so really, I thank you so much for talking about this with me some more it certainly helped me in my grieving process i hope it's helped anyone listening who is also grieving i really appreciate it nadine and nadine if you want to come back and we can answer questions that would be great so all the listeners are you up for it if i send out the invitation (laughs) absolutely raquel anytime i am yours i i am so grateful to you for the opportunity to get this information out and to get the word out about the book i'm grateful to you and to Buttons and to Angus and I yeah. will be here anytime you ask. Thank you so well, much. Sure, Nadine. Thank you and again, I I appreciate your perspective so much and if you guys out there want to want to get more perspective than what you just got, please go to thehealingartofpetparenthood.com or check out her blog spot, petparenthood.blogspot.com or you know, email me at Raquel at PetLifeRadio.com. We certainly would love to hear about what you guys are facing when it comes to canine cancer. Gosh, an epidemic that we'd love to see reversed, the trend reversed. But thanks, Mark. Mark is also dealing with loss. So I hope this helped you some, Mark. We love you. (laughs) And thanks for making me sound fabulous. Thanks for the headset. And till next time, I'm Raquel, your host. Please go out and win with dogs and be the best pet parent you can be. Thank you. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Win with Dogs. <laughs>